Today's sponsor comes from Herb and Eden. If you're looking for exclusive natural and organic wellness soaps, oils, scrubs, and other wellness products, you can receive a 15% off discount just from being one of our Smart Jewels listeners by clicking the link that is in our show notes and shop Herb and Eden. And uh, we are here. Um, I'm your host, Julian Smartrimple, King Jules, uh, here for our Thursday edition of the Run the Jewels Vidcast podcast series. This is episode 71. Uh, we are already on the 71st episode. Uh, we are hitting uh, this thing um, by storm this whole year and making sure that you guys are, are able to become and to also be the best you and also shine uh, like the jewel that God has created you to be. And so uh, we are here with my very special uh, guest. Uh, for those that have been tracking with us since the beginning of February this year, uh, you probably have seen his face coming back for a second edition of the VidCast podcast series at RTJ. Uh, he is none other than my very special guest, Brandon Mashik, uh, who is a personal trainer, a fitness guru, and, and most importantly, an author. And so he's uh, making some major moves uh, here in Atlanta, uh, particularly here in Cobb County and all throughout the city of Atlanta. And so you will be in for a treat, uh, ladies and gentlemen uh, who are looking uh, to improve their health or looking to get fit and just make some simple improvements and lifestyle changes to make themselves uh, the best version of, of what they are called to do in 2020. Uh, you will not want to miss out on tonight's segment with my very special guest, uh, Brandon Mashik. And so this whole month, uh, we've been covering uh, lifestyle changes. And so shout out to all of our special guests we've had on this month and also uh, even this past Tuesday. Uh, so you are in for a treat because we're switching gears, talking about health and wellness with my very special guest, Brandon Mashik. So, uh, B, can you tell them a little bit about yourself if they missed your first episode, bro? Uh, shoot a little bit about myself. So, um, so my name is Brandon Mayshack, uh, 26, um, you know, Georgia born and raised, uh, even lived in Florida for about five years. Um, you know, grew up here in Georgia, uh, you know, from 1993 to 2015, uh, you know, moved down to Florida, uh, you know, with the family to South Florida, Fort Lauderdale. Um, you know, had a lot of different experiences, very diverse, you know, pursuing art and uh, graphic design. Um, you know, then I found fitness, you know, while I was down there, moved back up to Georgia to start my own life. Um, and, you know, now pretty much what I've got going on is I'm with Cobb Mentoring Matters, uh, where I mentor some young boys at oh, elementary school. I got expelled from the second grade. Um, I am a entrepreneur, Get Games and Get Gone LLC is my online coaching and one-on-one training business, as well as, um, I also, um, am, um, a graphic designer. So I do still do uh graphic design on the side, you know, out of my degree. Um, and I'm a visual artist as well. So absolutely. Things going on. Yeah, yeah. So, for those, so for those who may have missed your first segment, uh, he's definitely a man of many talents. Uh, he's not, not a regular uh, trainer, definitely an author, and uh, more importantly, a speaker, too. I forgot to mention that brother 
definitely speak in the community and also uh, throughout uh, the USA uh, to be international. I know, I know uh, he's going to be doing some big moves out of the country soon, so stay tuned uh, for what uh, Brandon's going to be doing in 2020. Uh, but you guys are in for a treat. This is episode 71, Getting Fit for 2020, uh, with my very special guest, uh, Brandon Mayshack. And so, uh, B, uh, tell us, uh, for those uh, who do not know, tell us a little bit about your background, uh, where do you live, and, and, and tell us a little bit about your upbringing. Uh, so, you know, about my background, you know, uh, parents, you know, from New York, Bronx, and Brooklyn. Um, I, myself, you know, was born here in Georgia in the South. You know, so, you know, even though I'm a little void of my country accent, trust me, I'm super Southern. Um, but, you know, I uh, was also, you know, raised in the, you know, in the church, you know, um, and we were, we wound up moving down to South Florida because my dad started passing the church down there. Um, but, you know, I had a great upbringing, you know, just, you know, of course, um, with my own troubles and the own situations making life harder, you know, for myself. So, you know, I was raised right. I have my grandparents too, you know, still married, you know, uh, uh, parents as well, two younger sisters. Um, but you know, I have my own issues, you know, of course, coming up in, in the schools and, and, uh, and in life, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's, and that's what it's about. Um, uh, shout out. Uh, to again, uh, the family members, especially that stand in the gap for all the grandparents and aunties and uncles, uh, that for sure, um, make sure to, uh, raise us as, as young kings. Um, Brandon definitely is going to be diving in and talking about where you can start off, uh, with simple, uh, lifestyle changes, simple, uh, improvements, uh, to make yourself, uh, the best fit version of who you are called to be for 2020. And so, um, Tell them, tell them how did you get involved uh, in health and personal fitness? Uh, talk to us about your story and how you uh, landed in that industry. Insecurity. <laughs> that's where, that's where, that's how I got started. Insecurity. Being ashamed to show my, my, my man titties at, at the beach and my overlapping belly dragged through the sand. Um, but no, but I mean, but seriously, that, that's, that was the main motivation first living in South Florida, the half naked lifestyle state. You know, I would wear a, a undersized shirt and a rash guard over that to kind of hold everything in, you know, when I would go to the beach and everything. And, you know, at the end of the day, everybody wants to feel good about themselves and how, and how they look. Um, you know, so that was my first motivation. You know, I started to lose weight and, you know, work out. Um, you know, other fuelers during that journey was, you know, see my grandparents suffer from health, you know, situations and seeing family members. Um, you know, after I, you know, of course, you know, started to give people advice, people started asking me for advice and stuff for coaching. That's where I really found the love of wanting to, excuse me, help other people overcome their insecurities or whatever issues through fitness and, and exercise. And really just through my, my education and my journey, it's become more of a motivation of my motivation for fitness is now I got people looking to me, you know, to motivate them for their goals. Um, you know, I've been able to help people with mental health, spiritual health. I mean, fit all, all areas of physical, mental and phys, uh, spiritual health through nutrition and exercise. Mm. You know, so, you know, I very much so have dived a lot deeper into the nutrition portion of health and fitness a lot. So, 
it's really half and half. I'm, 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 you know, really coaching people and helping on nutrition as well as with uh, exercise as well. So, um, you know, that's pretty much where I am at it. And yeah, what- yeah absolutely, man. And uh, I forgot to mention uh, that myself and Brandon, we actually met uh, in the same calling and working with youth mm-hmm. uh, boys and girls clubs here in Metro Atlanta. Uh, so shout right. out. Uh, to BGCMA and other youth serving organizations. Uh, but B, Matthews. I know you. Yes. Yeah. yeah I, Matthews got yeah. kicked out of there as well, then started teaching there. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's, that's what it, that's what it's about. Um, being able to, to still see that, uh, entrepreneurship was in Brandon's blood, just like my blood. Uh, but nevertheless, uh, we, we give shout outs to where we met, especially in working with you. Brandon, I know you used to work in, and I think you still told me just now that you do uh, still work in the school systems, but let's backtrack and talk about how did you get into the school systems and being able to uh, work as an author and also uh, as an educator? I mean, well, one thing, man, I say about my life, man, is that it is one big irony, you know what I mean? Uh, and I think, you know, uh, that that's a, that's a case for a lot of our life. We often, you know, pursue a profession or or wind up working in something that affected us when we were a kid or, you know, say we had, you know, some issues that we overcame. But um I mean mainly, you know, I like I said, I got expelled in elementary school, um, second grade, Bryan Elementary. And then from then on it was school hopping here to here to private school, different schools. Um what got originally got me into the schools was, well, I really, I really found out how to combine my art and my fitness. And that was through B-Shack's exercise book for kids, using my artistic ability and then my fitness know-how and then coming up with that. And then logically, of course, it makes sense. Hit the schools, hit libraries, hit churches, hit communities, hit these places, you know, um, to, you know, get the school news curriculums and really spread the message. Uh, and of course, of cultural diversity. So what I wind up doing is uh, finding out that joining Cobb Mentoring Matters, which is, is going to be good for the most direct approach, um, with that, of course, giving me access to a lot of the Cobb County schools. Um, so, you know, I, I, it's not something I necessarily needed to be able to go in and, and, and tour my books and, and such, but getting into the mentoring portion of really, you know, mentoring young boys uh, and other kids in schools, I need to join Cobb Mentoring Matters and do that. I do have plans for eventually in the future opening a facility uh, centered around exercise, health, um, and overall character building, you know, in, in Cobb. So, you know, mentoring pe- boys and, and kids and, and getting, you know, close to kids on a deeper level, I think is, is necessary. Uh, experience, um, you know, to, to, to head that and eventually do that. Yeah. And, and even stay with that point too, right there, be, um, um, because in working with, I know, uh, kids or teens is different from working with a lot of your adult clients. So, uh, mm-hmm. give us like, where is, um, the teen mindset or even, uh, let's get a step further to the elementary, uh, young males like mindset. Cause both of us are, are two, um, things. And, uh, we of course focus a lot when it comes to the male, the male, uh, empowerment sector. So, uh, where is 
like the males um, mindsets that are either teens, middle school, tweens or elementary school teens? And what are some of their struggles that you see from being in the schools? So if we're talking about males specifically, um, you know, for boys, for young kids, you know, anything fitness related is, 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 is just fun to them. You know, you know, you got to wrap it kind of more so in a sport or a game, you know, a lot of times for most kids. Um, but you know, at all, you know, most young boys, they like superheroes. They like the idea of being strong, fast and doing things. So you can get your average boy into, into fitness at a, at a young, you know, malleable age. Um, you know, you just have to, you know, you have to get them in those, in those young developmental, you know, years. Um, you know, so, you know, it's easy to get young boys to that, but as you get older, you know, to your teens, you know, you become a little bit more set in your ways. So, you know, but boys do typically start to look at themselves around that age, feel themselves a little bit, you know, so sometimes, you know, you know, teens are going to, you know, take it a little more seriously, especially if they're going to a sport. Now it's hardest for adults to get into their fitness if they did not grow up with that athlete, that uh, athletic mindset from a young age. By the time people reach around 30 years old, they become a little, a lot more solidified in who they are as a person and their ways. So if you didn't, you know, grow with that from a young age, it's hard for you to get, you know, to start that as an adult. So, you know, with, uh, with, with men, it's harder to get them into it, especially, of course, with the coach, because with uh, men, there's also a pride thing. So, mm-hmm. so, you know, most of your clients are going to be women, you know what I'm saying? Because men don't want to take orders from another man, you know? So, you know, there's, you know, there's layers to it, but, um, um, but, you know, that's why, of course, targeting kids is so important because, you know, it's hard to change, you know, when you're an adult, you know? Absolutely. And stay with that point too about, or the male pride, because I know you do uh, work with uh, especially older adult clients that um, still have that pride uh, from when they were growing up. Like, why do you think it's difficult uh, for men, uh, including like us being men, uh, to ask for help or even for us to uh, look for resources when it comes to our body and also our health? Like, why Why do you think a lot you of know, men... man, okay, so, man, th- this, th- this is a lot... To, for me, this is a loaded question. Not, probably not to somebody else, but to me, because I, honestly, when it comes to health in the black community, mm-hmm. I think there's a, a way bigger, deeper reasoning, you know? But if we're talking about surface level, where, where do you want me to, where, where do you want me to start with? That one or maybe the more surface level for men? We go, we can start, we can start with our community because okay. you and I- you and I, of course, are black males, and so uh, we can start with that. So, I mean, if we're going to just talk about the community as a whole, um, I, one thing I, I like to do is do a lot of research and really understand, of course, why things are the way they are today. So, you, of course, you got to look at the past a lot of times. One thing I, I found in research a lot of, uh, was, you know, out of the slavery era, going to the sharecropping, you know, era, um, uh, slaves used to get kidnapped or in, in exercised by the, by Catholic preachers where they were exercising their skin as if it was a demon, you know, as if it was a possession in a sense. And mm-hmm. after, 
you know, that would happen, basically your whole community will ostracize you. You were looking at as unclean. So, you know, back then the, the Catholic church here in America had a type of corruption where they were demonizing our skin, mm. you know, are demonizing our skin. So a lot of the, where the mental health and, 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 you know, health problems or, or not problems, but, the, while we look at that, shun that, it really actually comes from a lot of those situations. A lot of people don't know that this happened a lot of times. So it's, it's, it's like, it's like, you know, why you can, you know, you can say why to, you know, we, we struggle with, you know, black fathers in the black community. Well, black men were taken from homes. You know what I'm saying? So you can connect certain issues and certain situations that we have in our community. And I feel like that is one part that stemmed from that. As well as that, we soul food was pushed up on us, you know, in, in slavery. So it's like Lupe Fiasco has a as a lyric. They gave a scrap, some of it. Oh, uh, we cooked it up and called it soul. It's good now, you know. So we have habits that have been accumulated over centuries, centuries that have to be torn down. You know what I mean? So and it and it takes it takes years. So to change a whole, the culture of a whole organization takes anywhere from nine to 12 years. Mm. To change an entire generation uh, or, or entire culture or ethnicity or black people or community, you know, how long does that take? You know what I'm saying? So really it's just a lot of tearing down the old ways and habits that we've accumulated, you know, over uh, uh, time. But that's the big, the big deeper, you know, meaning. But surface level, when it comes to men, um, there's a level of vulnerability that comes with personal training. Like, you know, personal training at the end of the day, it's personal training. Mm. As as professional, of course, as you want to be, of course, as a of as trainer, I think it's important to step into this business knowing that you're gonna really be getting real deep on some people's level if you really care about your clients. Mm-hmm. So with guys, it's going to come to a point of really digging and finding out why are you doing this? And sometimes that could be exposing insecurity or, you know, just the, 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 or just the idea of taking commands from a man. You know what I'm saying? In the gym, the exercise. It, I mean, it's just a very personable thing. And, and even with some women, you still find, you know, a little bit of insecurity when it comes to personal training. Um, but you know, you definitely find a little bit more prominent in, in men because I don't think they want another man to be helping them with their quote unquote, how they say, you know, see their masculinity. And, and, I, and I guess, you know, that men attach their masculinity to their body and their physical traits and such a lot of times. So, right, right. Into the psychology of it, you know. Yeah, now you hit it on the head because it's always the thing. Even when I go to the gym at LA Fitness, I I typically see more uh, of the queens and the ladies uh, getting that personal trainer versus the men, and it does I think stem a lot from that. Even even with myself included, like um uh, that that's something that um as you said, us men we may struggle with with having uh, that coach, that instructor uh, to show us because we like I got this, bro. Like, I yeah, know. I mean, even with my mentees, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes they don't want to hear me, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> like, you know, I'm actually really kind of fighting to keep my mentees because they, 
they're they're wanting to give me a new set of boys, and I'm just like, that's not how mentoring works. Like, you got to stick with boys for years, you know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, yeah, man, you know, it's it's a boy thing. It's a pride thing, you know, at the end of the day. But, you know, you know, you got to – the, the, you're, you're stronger when you can realize, you know, you got that pride, you can overcome it, you know, and do what you need to do to progress, you know. Overcoming yeah. that pride is some of the, is, is very hard. Absolutely. And we go, we're going to dive a little bit deeper, but we're going to get some quick shout outs real quick. B, uh, shout out, uh, to, uh, Mama Terry tuning in. Shout out to, uh, Big Hickman. Uh, shout out to, uh, uh, DBW for tuning in. Uh, we appreciate y'all also on the watch party that are catching us early. Shout out to Miss Nicole. Shout out to Moya. I am. Shout out to KG. We appreciate y'all tuning in. We are on the line for episode 71 of the RTJ Vidcast uh, Facebook live show. Uh, Getting Fit for 2020 is the title of tonight's episode. Uh, this whole month, we're talking about lifestyle changes. Uh, we are less than two months away from 2020. Uh, that is upon us. And so uh, you've heard from all different uh, speakers and also influencers speaking about their journey and also the changes that they've gone through for 2019. And so tonight we are covering health and wellness and personal fitness. And so uh, B, um, speak on the fact of like when you're looking at a client's um, physique or when you're looking at a client's personal goals, uh, like, what are some things uh, that someone who is trying to get into health and personal fitness or even just start their health and fitness journey? What are some things that they should look for in a trainer or even look for uh, in getting back into that? This is another loaded question. Uh, so a lot of men, this entrepreneur thing, man, and 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 and, and working and growing this business, it's it's been a really. It's been a spiritual, mental, and physical journey, to be real, because I've done a lot of, I've grown a lot in my research and and what my def, in what even my definition of what health and fitness is. Mm -hmm. So, um, first thing, first thing, you know, when it comes to what now, look now, before I get my head of myself, what you were asking me is what are some things uh, people need to look for in a coach? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, so. Education, first and foremost, and this is this part is probably going to offend some health professionals, but I need people to understand this. All it takes is a quick Google search. America is the most uneducated country when it comes to the health and fitness industry, Mm. and our health care is the most trash as well. Now, when you put this into perspective, right? Now you can do a little research and, and, and understand, wait a second. So that means our curriculums are miseducated. Mm. Middle school to, to from elementary school to middle school to high school to cop, our universities are miseducated. Our what? high schools are miseducated. Our doctors, neurosurgeons, uh, our health professionals mm. are all miseducated. Now, when you can put that in a perspective that everybody in America is miseducated when it comes to health and fitness, now it's now now you can connect some dots, right? Mm. Um. So when it comes, so for me personally, I realize 
I need to take my education outside of America's resources. I need to look at world resources. What are they doing in different countries? What's, you know, what's been, uh, become, you know, uh, most widely accepted? What's working the most and things like that. So I've done a lot of research and I think a person needs to look for a coach is a coach that's passionate enough about their, their craft that they've actually gone past their whatever little certification they may have, have gotten. And actually continue educating yourself outside of America's resources. That's my first thing. Make sure your coach is on, is not only educated by American resources, because if they are, you're getting miseducation yourself. Mm. Um, and just to honestly solidify that reasoning, heart attack is the number one cause of death in the United States, right? Now, do you know, did you know this or did you think it was something else? No, I mean, I've, I've, I've definitely heard that, especially one of the reasons with us as black men. Uh, that's, that's definitely along with the, the other. Right. Yeah. And it always has been. Heart attack has always has been, right? Mm-hmm. Now, what is directly connected to our heart? Our bloodstream. Absolutely. What is absorbed into our bloodstream when we consume it? Food, the nutrients from food. Calories, mm-hmm. carbohydrates, proteins, fats, all the micronutrients, sodium, sugars, all that is absorbed into our bloodstream. What is the most minute allergy, that allergic response that you can get from a food that's not bloating, you know, getting itchy or getting pimples or getting full-blown sick? It's the blood cells getting sticky. And mm-hmm. when the blood cells get sticky, they clump together. And when they clump together, what do they create? Blood clots. And when they create blood clots, what else comes next? Heart attack slash heart disease, the mm-hmm. number one cause of death in the United States. Our doctors, nutritionists, every, nobody's educated in, if you ever heard of the blood type diet. Mm-hmm. And it's not even a diet because what it is is it's literally looking at what your blood type is, your actual genetic code, and now that really determines whether you should be vegan, vegetarian, pescatarian, or carnivore, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So that right there within itself is the biggest piece of information that America isn't getting, is that your blood type actually determines what food you should be eating and not eating. Mm. So, so if you don't know that, like, I can't take you, you know, seriously as a coach or, or a health professional. At this point, I've, you know, been able to heal people that doctors, newer surgeons and, and chiropractors can't, you know what I mean? Of different things. So, you know, um, but that's my whole rant on that part. Well, no, no, you're good. And that, that goes into one of the questions from, um, Delta. She uh, wants to know, can you debunk, uh, be some popular myths about health and fitness? Uh, that most people believe in, such as drinking a glass of wine every day keeps your heart healthy? What are some other uh, myths uh, that you want to debunk for those that believing in uh, the hype? So first I want to say is the main reason why everybody's miseducated is that they just hear something or they get a piece of information from somebody or a source and they just take and run with it. So whatever I say, I want you to go do your own research and solidify whatever I say here. So you can confirm that for yourself. Um, but, you know, also don't just, you know, confirm it off of American resources because I wouldn't even 
you know, you use American resources, honestly, to confirm all of this. But um, the end-all, be-all when it comes to weight or losing uh, or controlling your weight and all that stuff, let's see, problem is about uh, like drinking a glass of wine, keeps your heart healthy. I don't know about that. I have not done my research on the wine thing. Um, but, you know, there is some stuff to, to back it up. Uh, I do know, especially with bodybuilders, they might drink some wine and stuff before a competition because those carbs will make their veins, you know, really pop. So yeah. definitely, I know a red wine, it definitely reacts with the blood in your circulatory system in a, in, in some way. Let's take um, it, let's take yeah. it, let's take it B, let's take it real quick B to, yeah. cause, cause as you already know from when you met me, I'm vegan, um, but is a traditional like vegan or plant-based diet better uh, from from your perspective, of Ooh, course. Here we go, vegans. We getting in vegans now. All right. Do you Look, think all these old vegan religion folk coming for my head, but I'm about to debunk a lot of things that y'all. So I need I need to I need to put this in perspective. America is heavily run by trends, okay, and that's because money is 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 the end all be all for most people and corporations here. So. When you put things in perspective and you wonder why, wait a second, why within the last five years vegan as veganism has become the biggest trend? Wait a minute, why in the last five years has avocados become like a big trend? Right, right. And guess what? Only 25% of the human population can eat avocado. Avocado is actually unhealthy to most people on this planet. But... When it comes to veganism, here's the thing. When people, some people go vegan, it works well for them. When mm-hmm. some people go ve- uh, vegan, they get protein deficient and their iron is low and they start to lose muscle. So obviously veganism doesn't work for everybody, right? Like, can we at least come to that conclusion, right? It's shown that everybody that goes vegan does not end up healthy. But some people have had, a lot of people actually end up worse off sometimes when they go vegan because they're not getting a lot of the, the nutrients that their body needs. So here, 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 so if I can put this best, uh, best perspective for you, right? If we're looking at your blood type, do you know what your blood type is? I think mine is AB. I want to say it's your A. And this is, and that is why veganism actually works pretty decent for your body because mm-hmm. you're A or whether you're AB. A blood types, land animal meat is actually poisonous to their blood. So mm-hmm. when they eat that, it, 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 it makes them gain weight, bloat, and hold fat for A blood types, as well as for AB. AB blood types, only turkey is really digestible for mm-hmm. AB blood types. Everything else is a little bit harder for AB blood types to digest. So they run a lot better off of fruits, vegetables, nuts, and things mm-hmm. like that. But people like me, B blood type, right? And then you have O blood types as well. Ooh, hold up. Um, people like, yeah, that are like, uh, B blood types or O blood types, our bodies actually run very well off of organic, uh, meats and Mm -hmm. foods and such. You know, so, you know, I found that actually introducing beef. Right into my back into my diet and cutting out chicken, which is an avoid for B blood type, I realized my 
bloating went away, but my muscle and strength got a lot, went up a lot quicker. Got you. By incorporating beef back into my diet. And when it comes to the debate about meat, it's not a source of is meat bad for you. It's about where your source is, where Mm. you're getting it from, how is the animal raised. So me in particular, I tell all my clients, so I have clients that I put on vegetarian, vegan, pescatarian, or carnivore diet based off of their blood type. So the ones that can eat meat, I'll tell them to look for a halal shop or a kosher, you know, butcher shop. How Muslim and Islam, uh, Muslim and, uh, and Jewish prepare meat. No arsenics, no pesticides, no steroids. They're grass fed and they're drained completely of the blood. So, um, I make sure that I get the cleanest sources of meat. Mm. And so you don't get all these improperties that you get from Walmart and Kroger meat and, and junk like that. You know what I mean? And fast right. food stuff. So now when we, so now when we have clean sources of meat, and we have people eating that are B blood types like me or O, and they introduce it. They wind up like like me. I found my body is at its most beneficial genetically potential. That is, I'm at the the the, the most genetic potential that I've ever achieved in my life. Mm. And I can say that because of how fast I healed from an injury I just had. I had a tailbone injury. Yeah. Uh, I slept wrong. Long story short. And I, it was so bad that I had to use my golf club as a cane to walk. Wow. Now, injury like that, you know, you probably caning for like two days, two or three days. The very next day, I didn't need it anymore. And I've actually really looked at my body as a case, case study to really see how fast I recovered from certain things. Mm. And how fast I recovered, I could really say that, yeah, my body's at its most beneficial because I've cut out peanuts that are bad for B blood types. I've cut out chicken. I've cut out um, shrimp, you know, and, and, and shellfish that's bad for B blood types. Mm-hmm. Introduce beef, turkey, you know, whatever else that's actually beneficial for me. Absolutely. You know, our body's operating very healthily. Um, knowing your parents' blood type is also important to mm. know how to eat for your body. Because even though I'm B, my mom is O blood type. And when mm. I was it, I took on some of our old blood type traits, which was lactose intolerance. Gotcha. gotcha. But because I'm B, I naturally don't have lactose intolerance. Mm. So as I got older, my body became immune to lactose intolerance, and now I can eat dairy. Gotcha. You know, so I'm B blood. So knowing your blood type and your parents' blood type is very important to know how personalized your diet is supposed to be. And you, know, um, and, you know me, and you know me, I was just going to say, you know me, I, I'm biased, so I will, I'll plead the fifth on, on my response with that, but stay with me. But uh, look, you're, 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 you're AB though, you're good on being vegan though. So yeah. You're, for your body, you're good. You know? Absolutely. But stay, stay, I was just going to say, cause that's a good, that's a good segue into uh, the next part, uh, because we do, uh, both um, I'm sure agree with this when it comes to detoxing and also fasting. Uh, why is it important for not just clients of yours that are getting into uh, having a personal trainer uh, or fitness uh, instructor, uh, but that are just wanting to cleanse the body and also detox the body? Like, why? What do you, what do you say um, is uh, the reason why this is important, or what are your thoughts on if it is important to do? So detox is important. So for one, I mean, let's say why are detox is necessary. Detoxes are necessary for the person that is probably, you know, you, 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 you 
caked up a whole bunch of junk, you know, in your body from eating crazy for maybe a week or vacation or maybe your whole life or a month or whatever. Basically, detox is supposed to flush your system out and reset everything. Um, honestly, detoxes can be super simple. I mean, honestly, like lemon juice or, or just water, just drinking water. The most simple detox is really just doing a water diet where you really just drink water. I actually remember my dad did it for a week and I mean, he lost nearly all that, all the fat off of his body <laughs> and, and you know, like half of it, you right. know, um, and muscle, muscle too. Um, but yeah, detoxing, I mean, really, you could just do water to be real. Now, if you do want to get into putting some antioxidants in there, you know, you can research different fruits, uh, certain vegetables, you know, are known to do certain things for the body. Um, you know, uh, but I would even say when it comes to detoxing, you still need to know what your blood type is mm. because not every fruit or and vegetable is 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 edible for every blood type so mm-hmm. for example ba- bananas are poisonous to old blood types you most old blood types that eat bananas they tell me that they experience bloating or itching in the throat or for example avocado only a blood types can actually eat avocado because mm-hmm. avocado is so fat dense that most blood types can't digest it but since a positives they can eat more fruit and vegetables than any other blood type. They can also consume that. So knowing your blood type is still even necessary to know what kind of detox to go with. But the most simple detox you can do is really just water. I mean, that right there is, is the purest, you know, you know, thing there. And that's just going to really just flush your system out any way. It's going to repair you, you know, okay. the way you need to be. So absolutely. I'm a firm believer in detoxing. I'm uh, a detox uh, at the end of, I want to say, August going into September. And then I, I on a regular, just like what we've talked about. So I'm, I'm a firm believer you got to cleanse that that uh, stuff that's being plunked and gooped up in your system because it's not going anywhere. And so yeah. we, let's pivot a little bit uh, into fitness. Uh, do, you, do you suggest that someone who's just getting back on the horse of fitness they may have been in athletics back in the day, but they retired basically and going into uh, the corporate world or that they, they have not really worked out a uh, period before. Uh, do you suggest more getting into group fitness or a one on one like personal coaching, like what you do with your clients? Like what, what do you say when it comes to group versus? All right. So my main thing as a coach these days, especially because I've come across that learning that the blood type is the end-all be-all to knowing how you should eat for your body, is that there's no one-size-fits-all boxes. Most people want to be able to live a healthy and fit lifestyle and not think about it. Mm. And the only people that have really achieved this level of being healthy and fit are the the people that grew up from, you know, being athletic from a kid. You know, they've always had a health and fit conscious. Mm-hmm. You know, even though they might not even know their blood type, they still have a health and fit conscious. So they know what a healthy and fit lifestyle is. So at the end of the day, if you're an adult and you've decided, hey, I want to live a healthy and fit lifestyle. Well, you can't just ballpark eat and ballpark do stuff like how athletes and people that know health, their health and fitness do. You need to learn. You need to learn your body. 
I'm so yeah, I get a lot. I sometimes I'll come across people and are like, well, you know, I don't want to track my calories and I don't want to do this and blah, blah, blah. Well, you need, well, you have to, if you want to, you have to earn that. I want to live a healthy and fit lifestyle. You have to earn that. Mm-hmm. What you have to do, if you never want to have to ask for a coach again, you have to go through the grind of tracking macros, learning calories, learning carbohydrates, proteins, fats, what foods have the amount of, you know, proteins, calories, fats in it. Because proteins, calories, and fats is what controls our body's muscle and fat. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And that's yeah. how you portion. So you need to know macros. Um, you need – so I, I suggest really a person to get a coach. A mm-hmm. coach that's educated and can help you learn your body and mm-hmm. transform. Because just doing programs or just doing group training, it's cool, and you might, you know, get some help, but you're not going to learn your body specifically down to the T. And I tell all my clients, my my goal for me as a coach is them to learn their learn their body and what they need to do for their goals so well that even though they've gotten their transformation, they'll never need another coach after me. They'll never, you know, they've learned so so much that if they ever found themselves back where they were, they would at least have the education to know how to get back to where they got got back to where they, you know, to transform to. Yeah. And, uh, and of course I track you when you are working with your clients, especially ones uh, that you post on social media. And I see that you do a lot of outdoor workouts and trainings, like talk about um, why it's important to use mother nature and outdoor uh, free facilities as opposed to having to pay the gym membership that you may only use once a year. Uh, like why, why is it important to use what you got basically and not make excuses for that? Right, right. And so it's either, either way is of course cool. You know, one thing about fitness is that there are many areas of fitness. You know, so you got runners, you got calisthenic people, you got bar stars, you got power lifters, bodybuilders, you know, uh, and then of course your athletes. So, you know, whether you decide, you know, you want to go to a gym, you know, or work out outside of home is of course up to what your style of fitness is. But, um, at the end of the day, you know, say you can't afford a gym membership or all those stuff. Yo, the outside, the world is your gym. You know mm. what I mean? You don't even need equipment. Like me first losing 20 pounds in two months was doing the Insanity Sean T program. Mm. And that's literally all calisthenics and body weight. You know what I mean? And, and I built muscle, of course, too. And you don't even need, of course, a video to do that. You can just maybe research, you know, some some calisthenics and stuff you can do on your own. Uh, but it's always just about starting from the basic, the bottom, and just slowly building from there. You know, mm-hmm. say you don't, say you can afford to get you some resistance bands. I usually tell my clients, everybody should have a pair of resistance bands. Especially say if you're somebody who travels a lot or vacations a lot, have you some resistance bands. You can whip them out, do a couple of reps or whatever at the hotel, get ready, prime your body for the beach or whatever you're going and, you know, um, but yeah, you can do, you know, resistance bands at home. Uh, so I do have clients that also work at a home and, and they do only body weight and things like that. Um, but yeah, you don't need the gym. Um, but if you want it, you know, then of course it, there's that. Yeah. And even, uh, to that point, as we get ready to wind down in a second, I know I just literally bro just got into swimming 
uh, overdoing uh, cycling and any other forms of cardio. So do you have a preference, not just even for your own personal uh, workouts, but uh, for clients that are wanting to get that cardio in? Uh, do you suggest walking, running, swimming? Uh, what are some well, of the for folks that are beginners or intermediate? Well, first of all, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a not be a hypocrite here and say that I rarely do any cardio. Gotcha. And, I, and I, I only rarely do any cardio just because my workouts are, are intense enough to where I get, I'm getting my heart rate up and mm-hmm. I do practice combat and, and boxing a little bit. Um, but honestly, it's because I've, I've mastered my diet. You know, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll never put on excess fat. I'll never, you know, have to really worry about weight like that because I've learned my body so well that mm. I know what, what foods will do, you know, to me and which foods will do what. So um, to stay lean, you don't really need cardio, but say you want to get cardio to, you know, increase your heart, help your cardiovascularity. Um, you know, simply say if you have bad knees, I would say try an elliptical mm. or, you know, try an elliptical or Stairmaster. And really work on keeping the weight on your heels because that'll help strengthen your muscles around those joints. Mm-hmm. Um, running on the treadmill is the last, my last suggestion just because it's studies shown that they can, it can mess up your knees in the long run. So running, you know, outside, you know, on a track is actually much better for your knees and such. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, if you like, you know, of course, you know, cardio, machine cardio, I would say the elliptical is the best, you know, because it forces you to move the entire body. If, you're, if you don't like, you know, running or leg cardio, then get in the box and get you a punching bag, get you some, get you some gloves. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's all different types of ways to do cardio. My preference is no cardio, but I do uh, work the bag a little bit when I want to. Yeah, for me, for me, but I do like boxing. I, I, I do, I do practice boxing. Having a healthy part is heart is important, y'all. So, so cardio is important, you know. Whether just getting the heart rate up is important. Yeah, yeah, and that's in, that's uh, something that I hear across the board from all fitness uh, trainers or instructors. It's important to get that heart rate up, y'all. No matter uh, what you're doing or where you're doing it at, you got to make sure that heart is able to breathe. And so, B. Um, uh, before we get ready to uh, get you out of here, talk about how did you get to structure structure your um, your passion and interest for health and personal fitness as a business, and also uh, since the beginning of the year when we interviewed you to now in November and going into November, like how have you seen your wins and advancements with that? Man, um, been a jerk. I first came up with the Get Games Get Gone hashtag back in 2013 to combat Planet Fitness and their whole thing. Uh, I'm not even going to get into all of that, but um, I mean, man, I'll tell you this. It took a lot of meditation. It took a lot of studying. It took a lot of character building to really get me to, the, to prepared for this business. Um, and a lot of research to get, you know, my business to where it is. Um, you know, just growth wise, I would say working in this business, I've grown it to love it so much that I'll, I'll do any amount of research I need to do to help any client. Like it's not even about transformations and just, you know, helping people achieve their body for me at this point. I really want to see people healed. Mm-hmm. I want to 
empathy, you know, people like mental health, like people don't know that the stomach controls 80% of your emotions as well as the other organs. So literally your food can control your mental health. It, you know, as soon as you actually start, you know, changing your diet, you start ex- experiencing less anxiety, depression, suicidal thoughts, things like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So um, I've just grown in how I want fitness to impact, you know, my clients and people around me. Um, the business has grown, you know, where, with me using Facebook and Instagram ads to help further market. Um, just being consistent with posting my workouts, information and, and clients, um, providing over delivering and value, you know, to the current clients that I have, you know, uh, to keeping them and, and getting their, you know, transformations underway. Um, you know, you know, right now, you know, I'm not, of course, clocking at the gym. My typical day is waking up, messaging prospects, hitting the client group chat you know, working on some workout and meal plans for whoever tasks here and there. Mm-hmm. I'll train some one-on-one group training clients, maybe do some video chatting with, with a client in Africa or Liberia or California or Canada or something. So, you know, it's, uh, it's really a, uh, a real, um, it, it's, it's, it's a, it has, a, it's got a life of its own, man. It's got a life of its own at this point. Um, but it's been fulfilling. Uh, and sustaining and now I'm in a portion of I've mastered what I need to do to sustain my business now I'm just scaling it absolutely scale it. so um but yeah at the beginning of the year I was working at anytime fitness you know now it's 100% get gains and get gone you know get gains and get gone LLC so yeah yeah so as you all are hearing uh from uh, my special guest Brandon uh he's about to leave his final jewel in a second but he invested in his own craft. Uh, he made sure uh, to put put up or shut up. Uh, I talked to this man earlier this year. Uh, he said his goal uh, was to be able to work his uh, personal um, coaching and development um, fitness business full time. And as you just heard from his mouth, uh, he's literally uh, thriving in it because he um, did the sacrifices and put up the sacrifices that he needed in order to make his uh, passions and his purpose a reality for his business. And so, B, um, I know uh, we are getting uh, ready for 2020. And as a final jewel or a final thought, uh, you've seen all the uh, sicknesses, the illnesses, diseases, maybe uh, even within your family, as much as uh, mine and others uh, that are constantly uh, a revolving door based off of people not taking care of their health, their wellness whether it comes to mental, physical, or spiritual health. And so for, for a final jewel of going into 2020 with that person that may know that they need to get themselves in order, that they need to get themselves in check, otherwise their 2020 is going to be uh, literally a breakdown of their body, uh, what would you tell that person that's needing uh, to get some inspiration for getting fit for 2020? This is what I did. This is this is exactly what I did to one increase you know my spiritual health to increase my mental health and care and character uh, to really put the character traits that I needed in me to grow this business um, and and to really I meditated man meditate I I I I, have, I created a system where I really create the atmosphere in my mm. day. And I start every day with a devotion. 
spiritual health, meditation, mental health, exercise, physical health, and that order. I start all Monday through Friday, spiritual health, mental health, physical health. And that puts me in the best atmospheric mood that I need for the day to do what I need to do. Mm. Uh, so I really employ people to concentrate on all three areas of health, your spiritual health, mental health, and physical health. If you lack in one area, you're going to lack in the others. There's no getting around that. Um, and then, of course, if you want to just start somewhere as far as knowing how to eat for your body or to get healthier, research the book, Eat Right for Your Blood Type. Mm. Uh, you'll see the, uh, the actor Diamo, Eat Right for Your Blood Type. And that's going to be, you know, the best source to really start as far as learning how to eat for your body. Yeah. Eat right for your blood type. And who's the author for that, uh, B, that people? Uh, Diamo. It's, let me see. Diamo. I want to, yeah, I want to say it's, it's eat right. Let me see. Uh, eat right for your blood type. It is by. And it's all good if you can't if you can't find it now. I'll have you type it in the comments for it just so that they can. They I'm can... sorry, Dr. Peter J. Diamo. Dr. Oh. Peter J. Diamo with Carolyn Whitney. And Diamo is D-I-A-M-O? D-A-M-O. Got you. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Perfect. So uh, for sure, um, you heard um, Brandon's final jewel, my final jewel, along with that uh, would just be to make a decision, y'all, uh, whether whether you're a fellow vegan, veganite like myself or whether uh, you're still on on the meat as a meat eater. Uh, you need to be taking care of your body and making it a living sacrifice uh, because there's too many folks that uh, look like myself and Brandon, especially for the men that are watching. Uh, that are having their bodies break down on them. And this is something that you can't pray uh, about. This is something that you have the ability and also the opportunity to do something about it. And so if you're if you're one that is trying to make excuses and, and trying to make it seem like you have no control over the lifestyle change that you need to make, uh, this is hopefully an awakening for you and also a aha moment. Uh, that the light bulb needs to turn on and just stay on. Uh, make sure you keep that light on uh, because your health and wellness is the most important thing outside of where you know where you're going when you leave this earth. And no amount of money can save you from your body breaking down on you or you leaving this earth before you're Hey, That's look. Go ahead. There's, last part, there's so many things in this world that can take us out. The only God thing God gave us control over is our body and what we put into it. It's the only thing we have control over. Obviously, some people deal with some things that everybody else don't. But at the end of the day, it's still the only thing that we can consciously really have as much control over as we as we could. So, And that's real, y'all. Take 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 the, the moment to. Sit and marinate on the thoughts that um, uh, Brandon um, has shared with you all this evening. Uh, he's put forth the effort not just to make it about uh, helping himself and, and being able to build up his body, but he shows others like you, myself, on uh, how to get fit and be in the right mindset to be the best version of themselves. 
And so, B, where can they uh, reach out to you? I know we're going to drop the links to the business uh, on the uh, So how can they stay in touch with you if they have questions offline? Uh, Insta- Insta- uh, Instagram is Brandon Mace. Uh, I'm sorry. Instagram is Coach B Shack. Facebook is also Coach B Shack or at Brandon Aaron Mayshack. So, uh, Coach B Shack, Facebook and Instagram. Um, Facebook, you can either look up Coach B Shack or Brandon Aaron Mayshack. Got you, got you. And that's B, B, um, and then your last name, S-H-A-C-K? Yep, sure is. Perfect. So also, uh, what about the website? Do they need to, uh, go to one of the channels to find you or can they go directly to the website? You no, know, they can go to the Facebook page and message me there. Um, the website is now an apparel site for my yeah. clothing line. So getgansicagon.com is that. Uh, getgansicagon.myptHub is my fitness platform, but if people want to contact me, message me, just hit me through Facebook and Instagram. Absolutely. And that, that name, uh, as I told him when I first met him is definitely, uh, a catchy, a catchy name because it's all about getting gains or getting gone. And so yeah. of course it's been a pleasure, uh, serving with you again, bro. We may have to yeah. even bring you back, uh, again, uh, next month or hey. to talk about mental health because we know, we know the how I've been going through it with my mental health. I can talk about mental health, man. Huh. <laughs> That's, we didn't even, I didn't even, we didn't even getting all that. I could talk about mental health, man. Hey, but, may, like I said, we may have to, we may have to bring you back because we know holiday season is upon us and we know that's when a lot of folks do, uh, have, uh, the most depression fall upon, yeah. uh, during this time of, of the I year. I already see it happening, so, you know. Yes. Absolutely. So we're going to say a quick prayer over you, bro, and then we'll let you enjoy the rest of your evening and then, uh, all right. we'll let you enjoy the rest of your evening, bro. Uh, Father God, I just want to thank you uh, for allowing Brandon uh, to come on this evening uh, for another uh, edition and sharing his uh, talents, his calling, and also his gifts uh, with us when it comes to making health and personal fitness a priority. Uh, we thank you uh, for his message uh, that he was able to share with us as his own personal testimony of his journey and uh, why we should be making our health and wellness a priority going into 2020. Uh, we pray that you will open up new doors and new opportunities for him to gain not only new clients, uh, but even new partnerships that he can partner with others that have uh, the same calling, the same heart, and also the same passion to serve and help others. Uh, we thank you for his mentorship and also his uh, service uh, with the young uh, people in the community. And we just pray uh, that you will use him in even an international level going into 2020. Uh, we love you, we thank you, and we honor you. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Right. We appreciate you coming on, man. We definitely going to be in touch soon, brother. And uh, we thank you for sharing your story and also your testimony this evening, bro. No, I appreciate you having me, man, most definitely. All right, man. Talk soon, brother. Peace, man. Catch you. I'm going to do a quick wrap up. Uh, you heard again from my special guest, Brandon Mashik, uh, for episode 71, Getting Fit for uh, You heard from the man himself saying of why, saying the importance of why it's important to make sure that you are in tune with your physical health and wellness and specifically your blood type. Uh, I've heard that um, a number of times from fitness gurus. That's the reason why I honestly went into uh, doing uh, veganism and going alkaline vegan uh, from the Dr. Sebi diet. 
And so uh, I literally studied my blood type and made sure I was eating towards my blood type. I always had a love for uh, fruits and vegetables and nuts and also fish. And it happened to be that that was some of the most important nutrients that my blood type needed in order to function at optimum level. And so uh, this is something if you have not researched it, this is like an elementary foundational research uh, component to do uh, for yourself and to also even research, as he said, your parents, uh, because you have to know uh, your bloodline that you do come from. And also it's important to uh, have have that knowledge so that you can uh, make the changes that you need and um, not have the same illnesses, sicknesses or diseases that may be passed on to you. And so uh, this is something that I know I'm a firm proponent um, and a firm advocate about. Uh, health and wellness is king, as I like to say. You can't make all the money that you want to make if your body is broken down and you're not able to spend the money because you're laid up in a hospital or in a bed somewhere. And so stop playing when it comes to your health. I always say this to my friends. Uh, even though I'm vegan, I'm biased. I always say to get off the savage food, get off the the um the sugar uh the sugar highs the the uh the cheese especially in the dairy uh, I don't know why people are still messing with dairy but these are things uh that can be very cancerous towards your system and so keep keep uh, your health and wellness as a top priority going into 2020 uh, even if you're not going vegan you need to be going somewhere with your health improving because it's not a game y'all I see people all the time telling me to pray for their family pray for them and I'm like, have you uh, made changes to your health? Have you made changes to your health and wellness? Have you made changes to your dieting? And so uh, this is something that you cannot play with, y'all. It's so important uh, to be able to enjoy the fruits of what God wants to give you going into 2020. But if your health and wellness is not in check and it's not at optimum level, then you are going to be in for a rude awakening. And so uh, I've listed where you can stay in touch with us. For the Smart Jewels um, Enterprise Enterprises and also the Smart Jewels Institute here online. Uh, so just click the link that's in the comments thread. Uh, we have mission trip uh, training courses that we're going to be starting up in November next month. For those that are looking to go abroad, I'm going to Sierra Leone. So Trinidad and Tobago, where my family heritage is from in January to do mission work. So if you're interested in going on your first ever mission trip, uh, definitely click the link and sign up for our interest uh, meetings that we're going to be having coming up in uh, November. Also, for those that are interested in getting financial peace and financial freedom, uh, I'm an instructor and speaker and advocate when it comes to financial debt freedom and financial peace. And so I teach Financial Peace University through Dave Ramsey's uh, program uh, that I have been a student of. And now I'm actually a facilitator and teacher of. And so if you are interested in crushing debt and not playing around with debt going into 2020 and being able to live right now like no one else so that later on you can live and also give and be of service to others like no one else. Uh, definitely click the link for the Smart Jewels uh, link tree uh, that we have in the comments thread. And then uh, just make sure you're sharing this content, y'all. It's not always going to be free. Uh, this is something that I'm passionate about, being able to educate people, empower others, and also inform others uh, to make them, them uh, the best version of themselves and to shine bright like the diamond jewel they've been created to be. And so hence, you have to listen to the jewels while they are still free. 
and also take take heed to the jewels because uh, these people are coming on and sharing their testimonies, their story and their passion for free with you all and myself. And so stay tuned. Uh, we will have a special Sunday edition uh, from one of my mentees, uh, Jake Kazera, uh, who's speaking about his journey from boyhood to manhood. He's an online uh, trade investor and also uh, one of my mentees personally. So stay tuned for that. And then next week, uh, we'll round up uh, the month of October with uh, Delta Williams uh, coming on, speaking about her subject of dealing and overcoming pain and trauma. And then uh, I'll probably come online next week to do a wrap up for uh, the month of October. And so until this upcoming Sunday, uh, have a great weekend, y'all. Stay uh, hydrated, uh, stay blessed, and most importantly, uh, stay stress-free by making your health a priority. I'm your host, King Jules, signing off till we meet again. Peace.